What's going on? Will Freeman, RevolutionaryLifestyleDesign.com talking to you today about how to give people what they want, which in return will get you what you want through the principle that I call the five A's, which is agreement, amplification, attention, approval, and affection. Okay? The best way to get what you want is to give people what they want. Jeff Bezos is worth $160 billion because he's given hundreds of millions of people what they want whatever product they want around the world, okay? This is also known as adding value. Giving people what they want is adding value, okay? When you wake up every day to add value and you do this consistently over a lifetime, you're gonna get what you want, whether it's with women, whether it's money, whether it's, you know, in communications, friendships, new clients, all those good things that you want, it's about adding value to other people, okay? Conning people, manipulation, um, you know, unethical deeds, that's short-term thinking, okay? You might be able to pull the wool over someone in the short term, get a little bit of extra money in the short term, but eventually burn the relationship down in the future because they figure out what you're doing and they dislike you and they don't want to do business with you anymore or your girlfriend finds you cheating and doesn't want to date you anymore. Long-term thinking is building these solid relationships by adding value, giving people what they want, in return, getting what you want, okay? I'm not saying that every person is gonna give you value back. You have to be careful about screening the right people in your life, you have to be, you know, get the, get the right clients, you have to aim for the right customers. But when you do find the right people, and you do consistently add value, you will get that value returned. And some of the best ways to add value Agreement, amplification, attention, approval, affection, okay? When you're communicating with someone, every time, if possible, remember those five A's and you're going to have significantly better relationships starting today, okay? Everyone hates being disagreed with, okay? Everyone, all right? The more disagreeable you are, the less people like you. If you don't like someone and you can't quite put your finger on like, I don't know why I like that guy, have a thought, okay? Guarantee that guy's disagreeable. And if you're the disagreeable guy, if you're the guy always breaking rapport or playing devil's advocate or telling people what you think, chances are people don't like you and you don't even know it, okay? You should never be surprised when you directly and strongly contradict someone that that's the beginning of an argument or you have a lot of drama in your life or people aren't happy to see you. That's the reason, okay? People want to know that you value their ideas, approve their life choices, and care about them as a person. That's why the five A's are so important. I'm not telling you to lie when you're speaking to someone if they're telling you something you don't agree with. I'm just saying to focus on what you agree with and amplify that to show that you're behind them. And while you're doing that, you're giving them attention, approval, and affection. Okay, Agreement and amplification is a way of showing love. It's a way of showing like I'm on the same page as you. And I'm elevating that idea. I'm elevating your idea. If you're telling me about your future business goals, man, and I'm going to be on page with you, if you're my friend and my client, and I'm going to be elevating that idea, okay? Because I'm showing that I believe in you. Not that I'm lying about it, okay? Not that, it, you know, if you tell me some crazy idea, okay, I'm not going to go right into agreement and amplification on that. I might gently try and steer, you know, either just acknowledge that you said that, or maybe try and gently steer that to maybe 
more realistic idea. But that's something that has to be done carefully and it's something you should not do often. It's really only something you should do in certain situations, in certain cases. And if that person's actually important to you, if some stranger's telling me about some wild business idea, you know, I'm just gonna let them speak and, and just acknowledge what they're saying. But I will break rapport in certain cases um, for certain people that I, that I care about or that I do business with, okay? So the reason that I talk so much about rapport is, I mean, I, I made a living in sales and I'm telling you, if I broke rapport once or twice with a client, I would lose that deal or I could easily lose that deal. When you're, the sole source of your income depends on people liking you enough to do business with you, you learn on a granular level how important rapport is. Okay, if you're in IT or you're in engineering and you've never dealt with clients, you might not know that, but I'm telling you from my experience, you can test it out for yourself. That rapport and, and being in agreement and being on the same page is so important and it's it's the bedrock of everything, okay? Sex is, is, is the ultimate form of rapport. All friendships start in rapport. All client relationships start in rapport. No one wants to be a client of you and give you money if they don't like you. And if you're, if you're constantly disagreeing with them, okay? They might have to if they need your service, but if there's someone else with a similar service they're gonna, that they like, they are gonna do business with that guy, for sure, okay? So that's super important to understand. People don't value you for being smart and offering feedback, okay? Playing devil's advocate or proving them wrong. They value you for how, the, how, how you make them feel because everything in life is state. You're constantly going through these emotional changes throughout the day and you value people that are able to add state to you. Okay, I'm not saying that intelligent and offering intelligent feedback is not valuable. I'm saying that the primary value that a person gets from you is how you make them feel. Okay, if you're able to offer intelligence and, and feedback that's going to make them money, that's going to make them feel happy. But the, the core of that is the feeling that they get from you and the feeling they get around you. And if they've got some reason... You're like, man, I don't like that guy. I don't know what the reason is. Chances are it's because you're consistently being disagreeable. And it only takes like three or four times, you know. And, you know, if you're meeting someone for the first time and they're disagreeing with you directly three or four times for that person not to like you. Maybe seven times over the course of a, you know, a month or something like that where, you know, your client stops liking you or people stop wanting to hang out with you because they see that hey, every time I'm around this guy, He's in disagreement mode. I don't feel safe. I don't feel comfortable expressing my hopes and dreams. I don't feel like he's on the same team as me. I don't feel like he's got my back. Um, all these things, okay? Really important stuff. Um, people value for how you make them feel, okay? I make a living off of how I make people feel. Yes, these are all practical self-improvement strategies, but the end goal of those strategies is to allow you to create a lifestyle that makes you consistently happy as possible. And if you don't like me, if you don't want, like watching my videos, which some people don't, you're not gonna buy my products, you're not gonna um, invest in my coaching, okay? I make a living off how I make people feel. This whole business is built on the idea that I'm able to not only make people feel good, but give them strategies that are gonna make them consistently feel better. Without that, business would not exist, okay? In fact, all businesses would not exist. Even when you buy a product, like the smartphone that I'm talking to, you buy that 
because that product makes you feel good. You feel happy. You have this new product. You can do all these things. You have all these cool apps to use. You can film. And therefore, you give that company money because of the product that makes you feel. Okay, so businesses are just products and services. And you're not selling those products and services. You're selling the way those products and services make that other person feel. Everything is about the feeling, okay? As humans, we are not logical. We are emotional creatures. The logic is just used to get us things that give us good feelings, okay? So important that you understand that because all business is, is salesmanship and communication and sales is just state transference. It's just being able to generate a positive state in yourself and being able to transfer that to your customers and clients. That's the game, all right? This applies to clients, women, family, friends. Like once I started to make a concerted effort to avoid disagreeing with my mom, our relationship got better. We have completely different views on so many things. And I just decided, well, I'm just not going to express those views. Okay, I'm either going to acknowledge what she's saying if I can't find anything to agree with. And if I'm, I can find something to agree with, I'm going to agree and amplify that. Okay, once I mastered agreement and amplification in business, I started making a lot more money in sales. People were a lot happier to talk with me. I'm giving them attention, approval, and affection, okay? And I'm using affection because it starts with a day. I'm not sitting there rubbing my client's back or <laughs> rubbing my friend's back. I save that for the girls in my life, but I'm saying I give them that, that kindness. I, I give them my full attention. I look people in the eye when I'm speaking to them. Um, I give them approval on, on what they're saying and, and validating um, their emotions, validating their ideas, the ones that I agree with. And I amplify that. If I truly disagree with a statement, then I'll, ju I'll just acknowledge that I've received that message, okay? Without needing to just spew out the fact that I disagree with that, all right? It's one of the absolute dumbest things you can do. And in fact, it's the number one social sin is breaking rapport and starting off with, I disagree, okay? Socializing is not a debate, okay? People are not gonna respect you for your skills to be able to debate them and prove them wrong. In fact, they're gonna hate you, especially when you're right, okay? And especially if you do it harshly, all right? There's a time and place to disagree and there's a, and there's a way to do it and, and it's gently and it's with praise, with slight criticism in there followed by praise, okay? But only when it's necessary. All right. Once I decided to put effort into showing my friends attention, approval, and affection, my friendships got better. Once I started using the five A's with women, my relationships got better significantly. I, I think the five A's are actually the most important. You'll see the most improvements with women because women live on the emotional plane. A lot of guys, myself included in the past, would get into an argument with a girlfriend and I would start being logical and breaking everything down because I'm a logical or I have the ability to use logic and she would get upset because of my tone or the fact that I was acknowledging problems and solutions, but I wasn't acknowledging her feelings. And that was extremely frustrated for me. But when I started in my dealings with women, just talking straight to their emotions and softening the tone and, you know, using agreement, amplification, showing attention, showing approval, showing affection, um, my ability to, to generate positive solutions to conflicts and my ability to build deeper connections with women skyrocketed because, you know, 80% of communication is, is 
you know, nonverbal. So, so being able to show that I'm coming from a place of kindness, that I'm coming from a place where she can feel safe is much more important than being able to go through all these arguments, logical, you know, point by point. It's, it's important to have those five A's in there as the, as the foundation of that. Okay. And the best part of all this is the five A's don't cost you a dollar. In fact, the five A's make you money. In fact, the five A's are the best way to make money. Not only that, but they make the people around you happier. And that applies not just with friends, family, clients, and women, all the way down to the security guard and the checkout girl at the supermarket. Just by acknowledging her existence, looking her in the eye, showing at least some interest in how her day's going, um, you know, responding in rapport, you know, if she asks you a question back. Nobody does that, okay? They look at the, che the poor checkout girls just in an ATM with hands to, to give them things. All right, it applies to the security guard in your building. It applies to everywhere you go. Everywhere you go, you're creating a positive atmosphere, okay? And people are going to be happy to see you. People are going to smile when they see you because they know that, that, that you're, when they see you, you, you lift people's states, okay? You're a state generator, all right? And you'll see this in a lot of successful people. If you watch Grant Cardone videos, he's always in state. He's always acknowledging the security guards in his building and telling them he appreciates them. Gary Vaynerchuk's the same way. You'll see this. It's one of the defining characteristics in, in successful people. Donald Trump was always known for knowing the doormen of his building, appreciating them, shaking their hand. All those things, okay, are really important and are a major factor in something you'll see time and time again in people who are successful. You know, they're cheerful and charming. They acknowledge people. They agree and amplify they show attention, they show approval, they show affection or kindness, whatever you want to call it. Really important stuff, okay? With that said, I'm not telling you to lie, all right? Or to agree with things you don't agree with or to be fake. I'm telling you to, to use your best self and I'm telling you to find something in the other person's communication that you agree with and amplify that. So if I have a friend who tells me they went fishing for the weekend, I don't tell them that why would you do that? That sounds so boring because to me it would be. I, I would agree and amplify with the fact that the guy's telling me this in an enthusiastic state and he's happy and I would agree and amplify the fact that that must have been fun for him and I'm happy to hear he had a great time and, and got some much needed time off from his business. Okay, so I'm in rapport and I'm agreeing and amplifying and I'm not lying or being fake in the process. I'm agreeing and amplifying with the fact that he enjoyed it and that he deserved to enjoy that and he deserves to be and that I'm happy that he's in a good mood, okay? Now, there will be times where you do need to disagree in life, but they're much off, less often than you think. If you're used to disagreeing with people, you could probably cut that down by about 95%. Um, there's rarely situations where I need to directly confront someone or directly disagree. Um, and there is a way to disagree, okay? Which is praise, light criticism of the action, not the person, followed by more praise, okay? And the Bible on this is how to win friends and influence people. I did an article and a video on that too, with not just summarizing it, but adding all my life experience and how I use those principles. But it's extremely important um, to be able to disagree in that way so that the person's face is not insulted so that their 
ego isn't bruised so that they can tell you're coming from a place of, of, of kindness um, and that you still want what's in their best interests and you're not criticizing them. You're just saying, you know, this action, perhaps if you could change, okay? And that, that really applies if you're uh, a manager or you're, you've got employees or something like that and they do something wrong in business where you have to correct them. It's, you pull them to the side, you don't do it in, in, in public, you do it in private and you say, hey, look, John, you know, I really appreciate all the hard work you've done. I love having you here, you know, but if you could make sure that instead of just going to two closes with a client, you're, you're going back and asking for the sale five to seven times because you and I both know that we've got to go five to seven times to ask for the close, you know, in, in different ways with creative closes that we've worked on. That would be awesome because I know that you're doing a great job and you're going to continue to do a great job and, and that's just going to elevate things even more. You know, do you think that's possible for you to be able to do that? And he's going to say yes, okay, because when you're in a boss, when you're a boss, you control people's revenue. They're going to be terrible. Just bringing them into the room, they're already scared that they could lose their job. So you do not need to be harsh at all. If anything, being harsh is just going to cause resentment. It's going to cause the guy to underperform. It's going to feel like, you know, it's going to hurt his self-esteem. You want people to know that you're building them up and you believe in them. But at the same time, gently correcting that that behavior so that you and your sales team can can make more money um same goes if a guy's missing his target it's just you know it's sort of like you know you're doing great but i noticed the target's not off you know what happened what happened this month and and what do you think you can do better next month and he's just gonna say you know man i was having problems with the girlfriend my mind wasn't there you're right um you know i wasn't making the calls i wasn't i wasn't giving it 100 but you know what? Next month, I'm gonna dig in. I'm gonna I'm gonna give 110. I'm gonna do extra calls. I'm gonna go after these clients. Um, and and then your response is awesome, man. I really appreciate you know you doing that. I, I believe that you're gonna do that. I believe that your income is gonna continue to go up, and you know continue to praise him a little bit. And by the end of the meeting, you know you're walking out. You're shaking hands. You guys are laughing again. You're back into rapport, and. My buddy Zach, who I initially worked for as a salesman, he was the manager of the office. He was really good at something like that. His his corrections were maybe like a minute long, and enough to get the guy back on track and going hard again with, without any of the resentment, without beating him down, without embarrassing the guy, without humiliating him. Um, you know, with without attacking the ego of the person. And that's such an important skill to have. And he would only do it when it's necessary. Okay, so the situations where it's necessary to degree are like business decisions, like the examples I just gave you. Uh, decisions where your future is dependent on someone else. If you have a girlfriend or something like that and you're looking to move or, or somewhere, um, that's something where, you know, you're going to have to disagree if, if she wants to move somewhere that you don't. Um, managing expectations or correcting actions of clients. Uh, I do a lot of business now in peak performance coaching, and it's my job to step in if if I think a client is moving in the wrong direction in you know health, wealth, relationships, lifestyle, and to correct that. I mean, I, I but of course I'm still going to do it with praise, and then the light criticism, the action followed by praise, but. In, in, in business, it's my job to step in there and do that. And it'll be the same time if, if your client doesn't have the right expectations for 
the services or maybe they're using the services incorrectly or you know you're involved in their business in some way and they're doing something that you you think will hurt their business and hurt their income you know it's your job to step in and and, and gently disagree there okay but you want to you really want to save that for situations where it's truly necessary which are going to be a lot less than you think okay and lastly the the, the uh, time to disagree is in response to disrespect. Okay. With that being said, I still think even in disrespect, um, you know, being gentle, at least at first is, is the best move. Okay. You disagree, but gentle criticism sandwiched between praise. If it's someone who's, who's, you know, your friend or, or, you know, a girl that you're dating. Okay. Uh, you know, occasionally there will be some drama and you're going to have to like, let's say you're dating a girl, you're going to have to say, look, you can't speak to me that way. I really like hanging out with you, but, you know, you can't speak to me that way. And I want us to be able to continue to be happy and, you know, have a great day. And, and you know, I want to be able to enjoy your company. You know, can we just let's go back to being happy. OK. And most girls, you know, if you've if you've got good women in your life, that's going to be enough. It's 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 done right there. Um, so so. In almost all, you know, in, in many cases of disrespect, being gentle is is the first move. But there will be situations, you know, occasionally if someone's, you know, harshly disrespectful where you have to be harsh back, um, you know, to defend yourself, you deserve not to be insulted. Um, and then either, you know, it's, it's going to be escalating towards that and either removing the person from your, your place or, or the office or leaving their place or leaving you know, the club or the bar, if somebody's mouthing off to you so you don't get in a fight and then thinking about, right, okay, how do I avoid that in the future and looking towards getting that person out of your life? Okay, so if you have a lot of situations where you're getting harsh disrespect, that means you're just not screening the right people in your life. I never, I, I can't think of the last time someone's harshly disrespected me. The only thing I can think of is, you know, someone will anonymously comment on a YouTube video, but, you know, that's not real life. In real life, because I've screened to have the right people in my life, I'm rarely going to have situations where I'm harshly disrespected. So if you're having that, that those types of people who consistently do things like that, you're not going to be able to change that person. The gentle sort of disagreement is, is when you're dealing with reasonable people and you're having, um, you know, either conflict or they're doing an action which you think isn't in their best interest or your best interest. Okay, but people that are harsh, consistently harsh, you know, you've got to be careful and not have those people in your life uh, because you're not going to change. So that's really important to remember. And yes, there are times to, to really push back and impose your will, but they're few and far between. And if you have good screening, they should happen um, little, little to never. Okay. So you should only really be harsh with, with someone when they, when they escalate the disrespect and then look towards getting that person out of your life as soon as possible. Unless, you know, in the case of like a relationship, sometimes you'll be in a fight and say things you don't mean. Um, but if it, you know, it's an otherwise good woman, you know, it'll just be something that happened and, you know, you move on. But in, in most other cases, if it's some stranger or if it's some friend who's doing this, you know, you've got to get them out of your life. Okay, so in summary, when you follow the five A's, um, Minimize disagreement and break rapport gently 
sandwiched in, in between praise, but only when necessary. You're going to be happier. You're going to be more successful. You're going to have better relationships with both men and women. And you're going to have little to no drama in your life. I have extremely little drama in my life. I can't think of the last argument that I've been in. And that's possible for you too. Okay, if you're in drama-filled friendships and drama-filled relationships, you do not have to live like that. Okay, part of that's screening, but also part of that's on your end, uh, incorporating the five A's into your lifestyle. And if you're in sales like I was and, you're, and you've got clients and customers, it's going to be a massive amplification of your income if you follow those principles. You can also check out my book, How to Sell Revolutionary Lifestyledesign.com forward slash how dash to dash sell because I'm always selling and I can't help it. I'm a sales guy too, all right? So it's a win for everyone involved when you're using the five A's. And if you want my help in being able to help you implement those strategies, go ahead and sign up for my peak performance coaching program, revolutionarylifestyledesign.com forward slash coaching. Check me out on the same website, YouTube, Twitter. I'm on LinkedIn and Instagram now, although I haven't made a post yet. I'm everywhere. So check me out and thank you so much for watching. Wish you all the best in your personal development journey.